Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, if Cam Damn Newton stinks up the joint yep. with these dudes that they went out and got and the playmakers that came back on the defensive side of the ball and the New England Patriots are not competitive within their division, they need to bench his ass. In fact, cut him during the middle of the year. Mm. I'll be the first to say okay. it. But I don't believe that that's going to happen. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay and Zubin as well in the morning. Right here on ESPN 696 a.m. until 10 a.m. You got Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 693 p.m. until 6 p.m. You all right? Cam Damn Newton? <laughs> I know. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Kind of wish I thought of it. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a passing grade, but. Yeah, put some emphasis to, on it, man. Sometimes you need to punch that Cam thing. Damn Newton. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, we are live at uh, Prime Car Wash Beach Boulevard. There's also a San Jose location here in town and uh we probably already have gotten this accomplished but yeah you can give it a try maybe we get another one through the door uh first person to say you've been listening on espn 690 uh come on by say that and you get a free car wash from prime car wash at each location and like i said uh i can't monitor that but maybe they'll slide another winner our way yeah uh, who knows so uh come on out can't hurt to ask and at the very least, you get a nice car wash as the sun is now shining. It's been a tough uh, uh, week or so to get that car wash, but uh, the sun is shining. At least right here on Beach Boulevard. Special thanks to uh, all the uh, folks here at Prime Car Wash for having us out, Zach uh, especially, but also uh, been watching the, the guys work today. A lot of the folks here, uh, some of the employees have been very helpful. James, David, Brandon, Steve, Sean, Austin. CT Legault as well. So uh, we appreciate those folks for helping us out here at Prime Car Wash uh, Beach Boulevard. Location open until 7 o'clock. Uh, by the way, and they got a big special coming up in July. Show a competitor sticker. Get 20% off any membership for new members only. Submarine Mike just uh, tweeted in and said he's a member uh, cool. here at uh, Prime Car Wash. All right. Over, under for the Jags wide receivers, this was your your idea, so take it away. Uh, where are we going? To last year's stats and see if they can do better? Well, yep, let's show a little respect here for running backs and tight ends as well. We're going to oh. do the receiving core in general. James Robinson last year had 49 receptions, three touchdowns, 344 yards. Over or under for James Robinson? Under all day. Uh, this is the day. easiest yep. one, right? Okay. I mean, they put a lot on his plate. This is where some of that 93% workload came in. I think that was the number uh, from a production standpoint. You can back him off. And by the way, he did a fantastic job. I'm not saying he can't catch it. This is not an indictment on him. But now you got ETN. you got all these other weapons. This will save – this will shave off some of the receptions and yardage and touchdowns and the rest for James Robinson. Yeah, I agree as well. Travis ETN, we're going off his college numbers from 2020. Woo-hoo! 48 receptions, 588 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Over or under receiving for Travis Etienne. Now, this is an interesting one, Austin, because here's the deal. You said 48 receptions, but I think for 500-and-something yards. Yes. If you do the math on that, I think that's pretty good uh, per reception average, yeah, like over 10. Yeah, off the 10. top of my head, that would probably be about a 12.3. Oh, 12.3. That was quick math. Yeah, well, thanks to, thank you to sportsreference.com. You bet. Uh, so I'm going to go here's – what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over on receptions. Okay. I'm going to go under on yardage. And I'm going to go mm. over on the two touchdowns. Okay. So I just don't think you – here's the thing. The college game is different. 
and I think he'll be explosive at times, but not to that degree of 12 yards a catch out of the backfield. I don't see that happening. See, now I'm curious to see what Alvin Kamara had his first year. And, yeah, that'd be but, good. But we we must carry on forward. That's another time. Another what are you for doing? Time. Uh, go ahead and give me – see, I think it's going to be – 48 receptions. I think it's going to be over for the receptions, over for the yards, and over for the touchdowns. Okay. I'm all in on uh, Travis Etienne. DJ Chark. This one could be easy. We'll see here. 53 yards uh, receiving, 706 yards. I'm sorry, 53 receptions, 706 yards receiving, five touchdowns. Over all day. DJ is yes. going to bounce back. DJ had a frustrating year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in a great place. And, and let's. I'm rooting like heck. For DJ to have a big year because then it's the contract and all the rest. So, uh, yeah, over in, in all and, facets. And plus, Urban Meyer loves him, so you get the sense that the ball is going to be coming his way a lot. Yeah, and this is a great example of, okay, Trevor, what can you do for DJ? You know? Mm-hmm. In the past, it's been, hey, DJ, hey, Allen Robinson, hey, Allen Hearns, hey, Mark Lee, hey, all these guys. What can you do for Blake Bortles? Or what can you do for Blaine Gabbert? Now it's, hey, Trevor, what can you do for a guy like DJ Chark? I think Trevor has a chance to help DJ earn some money, and DJ is going to have to take Trevor out to dinner. (laughs) I like it. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, 58 receptions, 600 yards, five touchdowns. That's a tough one. See, because, I mean, here's where I'm coming from with this one, and I'll let you go. I think the the easy answer would be, oh, yeah, over. Because, you know, he was a rookie last year. Um, they seem to like him. He's going to be featured more just as, as a receiver. So, like, you like all the overs on this. But at the same time, if you have a guy like Travis Etienne and we have other receivers coming up as well, we got a breakdown, you wonder if there's going to be enough balls to go around for LaVisca Chenault. And I agree with you. I got to take some – listen, I'm going to try to run the ball a little bit too, you know. So mm-hmm. they're not just going to throw it 50 times a game. And you're right. The numbers just won't work out. I do get an extra game now. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so uh, – but I, I don't think this is a, an indictment on, on uh, LaVisca. I do think he'll have less catches, though. But I think he'll have an opportunity to make more bigger plays, if you will. Uh, but it will be with less numbers. Uh, so let me, just, let me less, just characterize this a little bit more. Okay. It'll be under those numbers, but I think there'll be more meaningful catches, if you get what I'm saying. Okay. Big third downs, touchdowns. Like I think his touchdowns could actually be up because I think they'll yeah. score more. You know. Yeah. So you got uh, down in receptions, down in yardage, and up in touchdowns. I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was leaning towards as well. Um, I don't want to copy you, though. So. Yeah, you know what? Give me just a slight bump up in yardage. I'm going to go lower on the receptions, and I'm going to go up on the tight uh, on the t- uh, the touchdown. Excuse me. So, lower on receptions, more in yardage, more in touchdowns. All right. Okay. Good. Next one we got Marvin Jones Jr. Once again, obviously coming from his season last year with the Lions, 76 receptions, 978 yards receiving, nine touchdowns. Okay. This I've got to go under. He's been so good and so consistent. But I'm going to go slightly under here. I think he's going to be good for this football team. I'm not going to say he's going to be a disappointment. And, again, that doesn't mean he's going to be a disappointment. I think it's just a lot more to spread around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be very comparable to that. Maybe the touchdowns are a bit high. I think his touchdowns will certainly come down, even though three out of the last four seasons he's had nine touchdowns. Yeah. He's been a touchdown machine in his career, like 52 touchdowns in his career, I think the number is. But I do think he 
comes down slightly. When we look at this numbers, this is going to be very close to last year's production, but just slightly under. Yeah. See, I think depending where they put him, I'm going to take Marvin Jones. Receptions are going to be higher. I think yards will be just a smidge lower and go ahead and give me touchdowns lower as well. Colin Johnson, who actually had a surprisingly pretty, I mean, you know, all things considered, it's okay. 18 receptions, 272 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm gonna, this is my guy. I like him. Um, I'm going to root for him. I'm going to say they use him better in situations. He still offers something that's very different to this receiving core, and I think they'll take advantage of it. Uh, Trevor can put it right on the numbers for this guy in the red zone. I'm taking over all day on all three. Okay. Uh, let's go to the tight ends now. James O'Shaughnessy, last year he had 28 receptions, 262 yards receiving, zero touchdowns. Um, I'd take over almost by default for James. <laughs> I think, well, I think James yeah. is coming. Uh, he's coming along. He, he's got to stay healthy again. I think he will. He can. Um, that's not absurd numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the over. And last but not least, let's go with Chris Manhurts. Uh, last year, six, yeah, four six receptions, 52 yards, zero touchdowns. How, how do you like him for him? Yeah, yeah. I'll go over, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, a very would, modest over. This I is not throw... like waving the banner of tight end you. Uh, no, for sure. And I would throw <laughs> Luke Farrell stats in there as well, but, I mean, it's it's much of the same, and, you know, it is what it is. And, plus, I, I typed in Luke Farrell, and a baseball pitcher came up. So of course, I, it does, yes. So Okay, so, so Luke Farrell, uh, last year, um, let's see. 65 hits given up, 42 runs, 38 <laughs> earned runs, 14 home runs given up, uh, and 40 walks. Yeah, he'll be yeah. playing for the jumbo shrimp uh, through September. Uh, and Tim Tebow, you said over, right, in his numbers? <laughs> well, uh, won't take to, much. Won't Just take takes take a roster much? spot. I mean, you high school numbers? What are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Pop Warner numbers? How many passes did he catch at Trinity Christian that I have first no year idea. before he went to Nice? Couldn't tell you. Um, I, I couldn't either. But uh, I, that's why you can be a little rosy about the numbers on the receiving and even running backs because there's still not a lot to rely on in the tight end room mm-hmm. from a pass-catching situation. Uh, can the Jags figure that out? Can they make more opportunity for those guys? Like I said, maybe by default because the numbers aren't so big. But uh, there are there are plenty of footballs for those outside guys and even uh, James Robinson and ETN. Going to be interesting. I hope we save this. We got to write this down. When we did this, we'll go back and listen to sure. it. At the you know, we don't do that often enough. But but I think that's a fascinating exercise mm-hmm. because what I what I wonder, Austin, is if you ask Schottenheimer and Bevel and Urban, how would they like to see that layout? You know, like in an ideal world, this guy has this many catchers or between 40 and 50 or between 70 and 80. I wonder where they would go with that kind of question if you really ask them, like behind the scenes. It's a good call. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, good call. Might be coming out the prime car wash. That's where we are. We're here until 6 o'clock uh, on ESPN 690. Actually, 545. Hand off to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp game coming up at 545 as they are playing a little bit of a double dip, making up a suspended game from last night. We continue football at 5 when we come back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. He had, I don't know if it was his nephew or something like that, a little guy come through the car wash. He's like, yeah, he went through twice. He wanted to go through twice. I like it. He's like, he just enjoy the ride, right? For sure, I man. I remember that, man, going through the car wash like the first time. It was kind of fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I still remember, like, back we had in our town where if you got gas, uh, they would, like, you know, like, the guy would actually come pump your gas, you know, for you. And then he would, like, also wipe your windshield off. So it was, like, an attendant. Um, you don't see those anymore. Yeah, well, these guys will do a little bit of everything, man. Uh, yeah. You got you got the hand wash, and you got the full detail. You got detail upgrades. You got clay bars, vision blades. No, nah, for sure. But wheel I, blings. How about that? I like that. Like man. your first truck, man. When you bought, you could have brought it here. I could have wheel blings. No, but yeah, I'm just saying for the standpoint of you know that place we go pump gas and then get like you know your windshield clean. Like no one's yeah, doing yeah, that I anymore. Know yeah, I know. But you know, I do believe there's a place near my my parents' house back uh, home okay that i think they still do that really i think they still now i've been home in a couple years now yeah uh, with the pandemic and everything but i'm pretty sure they still do that you're right like that full service does not happen yeah happens much more up north i think because of the weather sure you know um i'm not sure if that was ever a thing down here i'm sure it was at one time (laughs) uh let's get captain rick riles in right now florida sportsman fishing report captain rick tell me the water has been better uh, you know, it has been a little bit. It's not a market improvement, but the water's not as dirty as it has been. It's a little calmer than it has been, and the fish are biting a little better than they have been. Captain David Borey's checked in just a few minutes ago. He had his limit of breads today and had some real nice six- and seven-pound fish that were uh, under the 27-inch size limit, which is just perfect for taking reds home. Also had a flounder bite. The flounder bite continues and the unusual part about it, like we've said, Brent, is these are not the little spring fish that we generally catch. These are the bigger, fatter fall fish. And why they're here in June, I don't know. But I tell you, we welcome them, that's for sure. Offshore, it's all about mangrove snapper. The mangrove snapper are fighting very well still, even though the full moon has passed. And the kingfish have been the big disappointment. Guys, I talked to Captain Craig Sutton. He was out pre-fishing, getting ready for the Greater Jacksonville Tournament, and said there was just nothing to it on the beach you never lost a bait all day long so but we got calmer seas ahead uh starting tomorrow and looks like it's going to be a decent weekend weather wise and all the weather we've battled this year we'll take it Brent. but you can count on us being back tomorrow to bring you another report brought to you by workman's quick fix plumbing Thanks, Captain Rick. We appreciate it. Captain Rick Riles each and every day on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Make sure you check out the show coming up on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. on ESPN 690. Hey, remember I, I mentioned, uh, like, free car wash. Say you listen to ESPN 690, first person at San Jose Boulevard, Beach Boulevard. How about a free full detail? come by over the next hour or really up until seven o'clock that's when they'll close free full detail mm. Mm. prime car wash peach boulevard san jose boulevard locations they'll give them one over there and one here where we're at the beach boulevard but you got to say espn 690 that's where you heard it and a free full detail not bad at all uh, if you haven't checked out Prime Car Wash, you can do it right now, but make sure you do it soon, even if you can't get over uh, here today. As the sun is shining, finally, finally, some of that rain uh, has uh, gone away. So, hey, overall, just put a bow on what we were talking about, the receivers for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What we just did, that little exercise, Austin, 
kind of feel like it's going to be a pretty good year for the Jaguars receivers, right? Uh, running backs out of the backfield, receivers on the outside, tight ends, eh, we'll put them off to a side. But yeah. I would think the pass catchers are going to have a pretty nice year. At least that's the feeling we have. I mean, you'd hope so, right? You'd hope that when you get a, an upgrade at the quarterback position, you possibly get an upgrade at the play calling position and maybe you get an upgrade in the culture um, you know, position as well with Urban Meyer. So I think all those signs would point to you're going to see a lot more productivity from that offense, more specifically the wide receivers. All right. Uh, how about the news out of uh, Milwaukee now on Giannis? No structural damage. Mm-hmm to the left knee ligaments are sound says Woj but timetable to return is currently unclear yeah the door is open my friend for you uh, big bucks fan. yeah I mean like I think you know because I know Embiid had something like this as well and he was out at least a month I, I mean obviously this is great news um, for Giannis Antetokounmpo, because now this means you don't have to have surgery. Uh, there's not going to be a year layoff, and you got to come back and gain your strength. Like it's it's huge news from that perspective. I think though, in terms of of the playoff run, I think he would be done. Because I'm sure if you even sprained an ACL, sprained an MCL, like there's going to be time to recover from that. Now I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. But I would predict that he's probably done for the playoffs. But who knows, man? He's the Greek freak. Maybe he can surprise everybody and come back and play. You know, the injury situations, teams have been very coy. You know, the Clippers most of all. Nobody believes he's playing. That is Kawhi Leonard. And they have yet to really say it and rule him out for the rest of the way. Is there any advantage to not just saying, yeah, he's done? I mean, is, there, is that just to leave hope for the team? Uh, is that a strategical thing over these next couple of games and even into the finals? Is that just to maybe give Giannis that outside chance that he could play if, if the Bucks make it to the championship? I'm trying to see why, like, okay, is this realistic or is this we're just not going to tell you right now? Yeah, I think it's just more that we're not going to tell you right now. I, I think from a, a strategic point of view, um, I think that you have more to gain from doing that, like in football and stuff. Um, but in basketball, and obviously, you know, in basketball where it is a player-driven league and, and one player can make all the difference, like I think we all know what's going on with Kawhi. He's probably not going to play. Now with Giannis, even if he was to come back, would he be 100%? Like you're, you're not going to be as scared of Giannis as you were before. I mean, we saw this with James Harden. James Harden suffered a grade two hamstring tear 30 seconds into the first game. He comes back. And now, granted, as the series progressed, he got better and better. But I think it was game three he might have came back uh when he first came back and yeah he was he was literally a shell of himself he just you know he wasn't he wasn't the same James Harden so you know I don't think it's really a competitive advantage trying to keep the opponent guessing I just think it's more of we don't want to show our hand for whatever reason yeah so uh we'll see what happens with Giannis and the Bucks of course they'll play again uh tomorrow Clippers and Suns uh go tonight uh the Lightning back in action tonight as well are you um, even locked in at all to the Stanley Cup? You're a hockey guy. Yeah. I know you're a Detroit guy. Yep. And do you really? Nope. Care that much? Nope. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll you glance don't like the at lightning, it. Though. I don't like the Lightning. I really don't like the Canadians either. For being honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just uh, a nightmare situation. If we're being honest here, I'll glance at it. 
But it's just it's super weird when because it's not like I just I mean I don't know, I don't despise both teams like the Avalanche like this would be so much easier if the Avalanche were in it I'd be like all right who's ever playing the Avalanche better win it's kind of like yeah. you and the Yankees like whoever plays the Yankees in the World Series they better win despite how much you might despise the other team with these two teams I'm just like yeah I'm not fans of them I'm kind of indifferent towards it and I honestly. If you're gonna, if I'm cheering for somebody, I guess it would be Montreal because I think I feel like their victory parade and their celebration would be a lot more crazy since Tampa Bay just had theirs last year. So I'm probably going for Montreal, but I'll be honest, I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch every minute of the of the of the, of the Stanley Cup Finals. It's interesting. I wonder. I mean, I think that's pretty natural, by the way. If you're not really a big fan of the teams, even if you like the sport, are you gonna watch? And I mean, I guess I'm trying to think. Like, Yankees have been in plenty of World Series. I feel like I watched, but I feel like I did watch more from a casual point of view or, like you were saying, just hoping that they got beat. Yeah. You know, and there wasn't another team that I kind of like, yeah, I don't really like them, so I'm not even interested. Uh, so I wonder if that's more commonplace than not. Uh, I think we might find that in the NBA playoffs for sure. For sure. Uh, you know, if teams really aren't interested in Phoenix and Atlanta, I mean, that's easy to be said. There might not be a lot of people that are interested in those and, and just like, yeah, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. or if even Milwaukee or, or the Clippers, well, no Kawhi Leonard, no Giannis, and eh, I'm not, I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you could easily see that. So interesting sometimes, even the biggest of events, why some people watch and some people don't. You know, we've said it for years in golf, right? I mean, Tiger Woods has really moved the needle. Uh, a lot of people watch the Masters, the U.S. Open, all these big, the Players' Championship, all these events. Guess what? More people watch when Tiger plays. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> I mean, it's uh, – that's kind of a proven fact, and, and so I think that's uh, the way it is in a lot of sports uh, as well. Uh, we got to take a break. We come back. We put a bow on the show. We're live from Prime Car Wash. If you missed it, San Jose Boulevard, Beach Boulevard location. I'm just doing you a favor, folks. You want a free, full detail? First one to stop by and say it. If it hasn't happened already, just tell them you heard it on ESPN 690. Free, full detail. Oh, yeah. What a deal. We'll be back on ESPN 690. That. Um, as well, they like it here at Prime Car Wash. Hey, uh, you brought this up, Austin. Uh, rookie deals in the NFL are important. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have another one now with Trevor Lawrence when it comes to the quarterback position. And uh, you can do a lot with your team economically when you have that guy on a rookie deal, even though it's $36 million or whatever it is, over uh, four years and the big payday could be coming around the corner, and you know what? You don't mind paying the big payday because that usually means you got a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what guys have that on the horizon? We mentioned um, uh, who do we mention last night? Who do we mention yesterday? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson uh, from Baltimore. Him Baker and his mom Mayfield. are working on that deal. Yep. Will he get the kind of? He's not going to get a Patrick Mahomes kind of deal, right? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. No, there, there's no way. I don't think anyone's going to get the Patrick Mahomes deal. Yeah. Um, well, but, but I mean, that's like, I mean, he's what? He's about 45, I think he was around $45 million if you really average it. Now it's a whole bunch of different funny numbers in there, but it's about $45 million a year. Well, I mean, guys are upward around $40 million now. I mean, Dak Prescott and others. So, but I think in terms of the, the longevity, too, like, do you, I mean, do you think that Lamar Jackson is going to have the highest contract of all time? No. No, so I, I don't think, to your point, I, I don't think he's going to reach that. But uh, it's got to be in the neighborhood, I would think, at least from um, an, an annual salary. Uh, I don't know. You bring up a good point. Ten years, yeah, I'm not sure they're buying in for ten years. I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think I would. I mean, and maybe that's unfair. He's been an MVP. He's, he's won a lot of football games. So he hasn't done exactly what Mahomes has done, but he's done a lot of things. 
for sure. Uh, but I still don't know, and I think we're kind of on the same page here. I'm not sure I'm buying in for that long, but you got to ride with Lamar Jackson now, and uh, the cost of doing business is probably at least a handful of years at somewhere close to $40 million. Sure. Um, other guys in that list are going to include Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield, I think, has a really good chance to uh, break the bank, but he's got to do it again this year. I think there's still, you know, it's probably unfair, and he gets unfair, fairly criticized. I get told that by some of my Baker Mayfield and Cleveland Browns buddies. Um, but I think he's on the verge. I just don't, I don't think they're doing it right now. And so that means he better do it again or the stock could go down. I mean, you, you run the risk of the stock going down. Josh Allen, I think, is a sure thing, man. I think we've seen the growth so much that it's just eye-popping. And what they're doing there and what he kind of now means to that organization, I think it, there's this connection with the city as well. And there's a real big thought, and rightfully so, that he's just going to keep getting like a lot better and better as we go along these next few years. Yeah, I think with Baker Mayfield, because, you know, he obviously hasn't reached his full potential yet. They picked up the fifth option, so they have him through 2022. But it begs the question, can you get Baker Mayfield right now at a little bit of a discount? Let's say that the Cleveland Browns go to the Super Bowl this year, and he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, regardless of what the numbers look like, that means something. Just ask Joe Flacco how much that means. So I wonder if you're the Cleveland Browns right now, you're that organization, you have a lot of big-name players on that team, a lot of big contracts. I wonder if you feel the need, hey, do we get Baker signed before training camp this year, maybe get a little bit of a discount, use our powerful roster that we have in terms of personnel that looks great on paper, and say, hopefully we go to the Super Bowl and we actually got him at a discount. Yeah, it's a, an interesting way to look at it. Um, is that it at, in terms of who's coming up? Lamar, uh, Baker, I mean, Josh Allen? You, you can obviously – I mean, there's guys like Sam Darnold, but, you know, I mean, he is what he is right now. He's yeah. not going to earn a, a big contract anytime not in this soon. Conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, now, after this year, you'll have – that Kyler Murray conversation probably, right? Yep. You're gonna he have, continues to trend up. You're going to have Kyler Murray. You're going to have Justin Herbert right around the corner as well coming up. I mean, granted, he just played his first year last year. But, I mean, you know, the, these conversations always take place. Yeah, he's probably still uh, two years away Yeah. Um, in in that sense. Out of, out of all the young guys we just mentioned, you got to leave Mahomes out of it. Who would you buy stock in the most? Um, in terms of uh, – got to buy stock in, in – uh, <sighs> You know, I think it's Josh Allen by a landslide just because he has made the growth. You know what he's bringing to the table. I think the ultimate boomer bust would be Lamar Jackson because, once again, he's done it more with his legs than he has with his arm. Now you've loaded up your wide receiving core, so there won't be that excuse this up-and-coming season. So it'll be a very telling season for Lamar Jackson. But, you know, it shows that they want to get the, the deal done, you know, before the season even starts. So you're taking a little bit of a risk there. And I think the best value is going to come from Baker Mayfield because, once again, if you can get a deal done this year before maybe they make a Super Bowl run, well, now you like that a lot if you're a Browns fan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, name, image, likeness has been a, a big storyline, of course, across all sports. Well, the NCAA just announced a decision in the last hour in terms of policy. Now, we knew it was headed this way, but now the NCAA has some policy that they have signed off on, uh, and they've cleared student-athletes to pursue the deals. I, you know, I saw recently, I saw somebody, I think we just saw it on TV last night, on CBS 47 and Fox 30, that uh, 
what's the quarterback's name at Wisconsin? Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he came out with like a logo. Yeah, he he came out with a logo. I think I forgot what university it was on the West Coast. Oh, you know it's ba- it was basketball. I think it was UCLA basketball, possibly, where like they actually have like someone in charge of making all the players their own logo now too. So like oh, really? they're, they're going to have that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yep. Um, it, you just think, man, how far-reaching will this be? Some of the things that we don't even really think of. Uh, you know, I, I think about the logo stuff a lot. I joke around a lot. Like, I need my own logo so I can wear it on my hat. You know, like, just boom. That's BAM or BM or whatever. I mean, that's what people do. Like, Tiger wears his own logo. Roger Federer wears his own logo. If I'm going to be big, i got to wear my own logo. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a giant flex, um, <laughs> a, a huge flex on your part. Um, but, yeah, to each their own. No, I mean, l- listen, uh, whether it's Tom a Tom na- Brady's got his own logo. He's wearing it. I mean, is that a flex or is that just Tom being Tom? Tom Brady won six Super Bowls, though, or seven or whatever. I don't know. How many we had now? Seven? Listen, six? how am I supposed to get anybody else to believe in my brand if I don't? Uh, I mean, hey, that, that, that's a valid point. I, I feel like there's other ways to build your brand, but if you want to wear something with your own logo on it, more power to you. Okay, well, here's what the NCAA says. The policy provides the following guidance to college athletes, recruits, their families, and member schools. Individuals can engage in NIL activities. That's name, image, and likeness when you hear NIL. That are consistent with the law of the state where the school is located. Colleges and universities are responsible for determining whether those activities are consistent with state law. And keep in, that's a big one right now because the states are all different. What Florida says can happen is different than what Ohio says can happen, and some of the states aren't saying anything can happen. But there is a belief in college athletics that over the next year there will be some federal legislation that will be uniform across the board. We'll see if it happens. College athletes who attend a school in a state without an NIL law can engage in this type of activity without violating NCAA rules related to name, image, and likeness. So there, there's some clarification on that, at least according to the NCAA. Individuals can use a professional service provider for NIL activities. That's what you were just referring to, Austin, in terms of uh, – Uh, making a a logo or part of the brand. Student-athletes should report NIL activities consistent with state state law or school and conference requirements to their school. And this is something I talked about with Nick Morrow last week, is that they're going to embrace this and they're going to work. Hey, come bring it to us so you're not violating anything. You know, Mm -hmm. let us know what you're doing. Just keep us up in the line of communication. And um, I think a lot of these schools are going to support it. So that's some of the bullet points on – the policy, and this is across uh, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, Austin. So, uh, Division Two, Ashland University, man, I can go back and do this. There you go, man. Sell you my can start, start wearing. Well, you can start wearing your own jersey if that's what you're into. Uh, yeah. For I, I for could. the for the brand. For the brand, of course. Um, you know, speaking of, let's end the show. A little sunshine and rainbows, and uh, shout out to uh, Athletic Director Lee Moon who is in his final day as a director of athletics in college sports. Uh, He retires today. So congratulations to Lee Moon. A little sunshine and rainbows here on a Wednesday. Need a good-paying job with a flexible work schedule and benefits? A1A Solar is looking for you. $70,000, a reasonable first-year expectation. Visit a1asolar.com. Sunshine and rainbows brought to you by A1A Solar. Hey, Austin, you had a long day? Boss man Nick had a long day. I'm going to give you the final 15 minutes off. Appreciate that. You got it. 
Jackson Very generous of you. Time. Maybe you can come on over here and get a detail if nobody else asks. Ah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, I think somebody might have. Uh, Prime Car Wash, uh, thanks for, for having us out. Great hospitality. Check them out on San Jose Boulevard and right here on Beach Boulevard as well. Jumbo Shrimp are next. We'll do it again tomorrow. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.